0: Welcome to the Intuitive Woman Podcast with your host, Tina Conroy. Gain clarity, confidence, and trust in your inner wisdom. Explore spiritual topics, including intuition, healing, wellness, yoga, vibrant living, and more. Hello, and welcome to the Intuitive Woman Podcast. My name is Andrea Clunder, and yes, you are in the right place. Where's Tina? Well, She caught a cold and lost her voice, but she did not want to miss this opportunity to connect with you. So she reached out to one of her podcasting friends, that's me, to record this intro for you for this episode. And so you can think of this as a little bit of short-term disability insurance for podcasters. Who am I? I'm the producer and host of the Creative Imposter podcast, all about creativity, creativity, entrepreneurship, thinking outside the box, and that pesky little voice in our heads that comes up sometimes called imposter syndrome, and also Podcast Envy, a show all about the craft of podcasting. If either of those show topics resonate with you, I would love for you to give a listen. But in the meantime, today's episode of the Intuitive Woman podcast features a recent interview from the Reiki Rays Summit, where Tina spoke about creating a daily spiritual routine with Reiki, journaling, and oracle cards. In this episode, she describes why it is so important to have a daily spiritual routine, the tools to create it, how many people resist the practice and the biggest obstacle of not having enough time. Hint, we all have the same 24 hours in the day, so what it comes down to is prioritizing. During the interview, she shares her free PDF that you can download, Creating a Sacred Space. You'll see a picture of Tina's altar and steps to create your own. To receive the download, go to tinaconroy.com connect with Tina on Instagram at The Intuitive Woman and share your sacred space. Don't forget to tag her. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for inviting me into your community for just a moment. I hope you enjoy the show. Wishing you a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Namaste.
1: Hello, Summit listeners. Today, I have the pleasure of introducing Tina Conroy. Hi, Tina. Hi, how are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm very good and so grateful to be here. Well, I'm so happy to, that you are here. Thank you so much. Today, Tina will be talking about creating a daily spiritual routine with Reiki, journaling, and oracle cards. But first, I'd like to tell you a little bit more about Tina. Tina is an Asui Reiki master teacher, an IET practitioner, a therapeutic touch practitioner, and an angel and oracle intuitive and medium. She is also a yoga and meditation teacher at the Center for Wellness and Integrative Medicine in Roslyn, New York. She holds yoga and healing retreats all around the country. Tina has online individual courses and group courses and gives Reiki and readings virtually. Tina helps others to strengthen their inner voice by improving mental and physical health to synchronize the mind-body connection. As an intuitive energy healer and medium, Tina is also the host of the Intuitive Woman podcast, a weekly podcast that explores intuition. She works with women in person and virtually to develop their intuition, to connect with their inner guidance, and to create a passionate spiritual life. So again, Tina's topic is creating a daily spiritual routine with Reiki, journaling, and oracle cards. So tell me, Tina, why do you feel it is so important to have a daily routine? You know,
2: I really feel like it angers us. And a daily spiritual routine is something that allows us to be with ourselves, to connect to our spirit, and to set the day. Mm-hmm. A daily spiritual routine is something that, without it, we can feel very lost, we can feel very lost, we can feel very untethered. And I really love the idea of a daily spiritual routine. I did not always have one and I do now for quite some time. It's made a huge difference and a huge shift in my personal journey and work because I do believe that we're all works in progress. We are all healing and we are all healing a part of us as we move through this journey and move through this work. Now, I also do believe, and I say this, it'll be funny how we'll, we'll talk about this because we'll, we'll talk a little bit about time and morning, is that it's best in the morning. So right, it is right. best first time in the morning.
1: I agree. I, um, for a long time, I did not have a spiritual daily routine. And now I do, and I have to do it in the morning. It does it anchors the day, it grounds us it um it sets the pace for the day. it really does um, what is your daily routine? Can you share what it is that you do? I
2: would love to yes, so my daily spiritual routine is pretty much the same every day. It can vary from from morning to morning. I have conditioned myself to get up at five forty in the morning, mm-hmm. so I've moved that up at least an hour to what I was getting up. And I've been doing this daily spiritual routine, i say for a good solid two and a half years. But prior to that, I was just kind of floating through life. And yes, I was meditating and doing other things, but it has, again, really changed. So I get up early in the morning and I have a sacred space that I go to. It's simply a corner of my living room. And right there, I have my journal, my trusted journal. I have my Oracle cards and I have myself and I start with self-healing. I start with self-healing first. I wake up in the morning and I want to set the day. So I run my energy. I run my energy. It may not be the whole 12 hand positions that we are are taught, but I'll start with maybe hands on the heart or hands on the eyes and do a few moments of gentle reflection and just sending that energy, just grounding myself and opening up to spirit feeling my hands on my heart, feeling my hands and running my energy also connects me on how I am that day. How do I feel that day? Mm -hmm. And noticing the physical part, the emotional parts that are coming up and the spiritual part. Am I very disconnected or maybe I feel connected? And after about maybe 10, 15 minutes of that, I go to my journal my journal has become my trusted friend. I used to journal for many, many years, even as a teenager. And I used to say there were like trash journals. I just went on and on and on. <laughs> but now I really do have a a system. Okay. So my system for journaling is that I use three prompts every day. First, I do what's called a brain dump. And for about a page, I'll just write anything that's sort of in my head to kind of get it out and into paper but i don't go too long and i don't go down the rabbit hole i will write for about a page half a page just enough to clear okay second second part is gratitude mm, we important. know how so important so important so I will write, I am grateful for, and it just flows. And sometimes I'm always grateful for my coffee, my cup of coffee. I'm grateful that I'm able to have the morning. I'm grateful for the sound of we have a, a beautiful fish tank and I hear the, the gurgling of the fish tank. My family, so forth and so on. And then the last part that has, that has really lit me up and has changed so much in my work is I write to the future. It's called Writing in the Future. Oh. I can't tell you. And listeners, I know you may have heard this before, but it's so much fun and it's, it's so important. So I will write to the future. I will actually put a date at the top of a future date and a time. And I will write as if it is happening or it it is happening. And I can actually share that I've done this with, as I hold retreats, as you mentioned earlier, Mm -hmm. I've written the date. I've written that I'm at the retreat and so forth. And people are, certain people are there, I actually put their names in and it's the morning of the retreat and we just woke up and I'll just write as if it, it has happened. It's, you know, it's real. Right. And right. things have truly, I have gone back to that and said, oh my goodness, this has happened.
1: Oh my God. Oh my God. That's wonderful. So, so you're, you're, you're putting it out there. Now, when you do that, do you do that every day? what you write to the future is it the next day is it a year is it, it just whenever whatever comes to you whatever download you might get that that you feel you want to write to the future
2: yeah that's a great question sometimes it's an event i'm planning sometimes it's tomorrow sometimes it's 4 years from now okay. it's true it's what i get and i and that's that is the connection also when i start with running my energy Things kind of come up in that moment. I think right. that's why I, I start with that. So it could be tomorrow. It could be next year. There is no there is no rhyme and reason to it. I think it's just an intuitive connection. Whoever writes to the future, again, it can be a very short future
1: or a far
2: off future.
1: I love this. I, I, I'm going to sort of reiterate what you've said to me. So you do maybe a page of brain dump Sort of like morning pages, but not the full three pages. Correct. Uh, and then some gratitude. And then you write to the future. I love this. I'm going to do this. This
2: is wonderful... so much fun. It really oh, is fun. And yeah, that's the other part that I want to say. Sometimes daily spiritual routines can feel very serious and, you know, not a lot of fun. I'm like, oh, but this piece is fun. And I like. So few of us have forgot what fun is,
1: and so it should be fun. It should be fun. It should be fun, and it shouldn't be something that you feel that you have to do every morning, you know. And so that that's going to sort of seg into my next question. Unless you'd like to say any more about your journaling, do you? Do you have anything else you'd like to to say about that?
2: No, the only thing I will say is sometimes I get from, and if the listeners may be thinking this, sometimes I'll get well. If I'm riding into the future, the, that's the hardest part because I work a lot with clients. So what I will say is it's because we're so hesitant to think big, to grow big, yeah. to want big. So if you start this process, what I would say is just give yourself some, some tender care, some space, because it, it allows us to think bigger and bigger. And I mm-hmm. think as women, as I speak to most women and everyone we don't allow ourselves. So it's a journey on writing it. But the more you do it, the more you will feel the possibilities. We're just afraid to say what we really want. And I get that. The, I don't yeah. know what to say. I'm afraid to say it or things like that. So if that's
1: you, if, if you're listening, just start, be kind to yourself and start small. Right. That's, that's great advice. Thank you. So what do you say to the people... That will say to you, "I don't have time for a daily practice. I'm so busy. I have my kids. I have school. I have work. I mean, I have used many of those excuses in my own life. And um, what, what do you say to that? How do you how do you address that?"
2: There's a few things I can say. So okay. we all have we all have the same time. We all have the same 24 hours in a day, and it's it is very easy to say we don't have time, but Quite honestly, we do. We all can make the time when we're committed to making it. And also I would say is, do you have time to feel lousy? Mm. I think the bottom line is as spiritual beings, and if we're on a spiritual path and we're Reiki practitioners or just spiritual people in general, and we want this to be part of our life, we have to take the time. The other part is, is that schedule it. Really, truly schedule it. If we just have the concept that we're going to do it, but it's not in our calendar. I'm a very organized person and it wasn't always this way, but it needs to be in the calendar, just right. like your appointments. Right. Just like your exercise program. So I'm very specific with action tasks. So allow it to be in your calendar. Every morning, It's I like color coding. So it's green, mm. it happens to be green and that's my time. So think to yourself, how do I want to feel? Do I want to feel disconnected? What will make me feel better? And it is a practice. That's what we talk about. So the more you do it, the more you'll want to do it, the more your body will recognize when you sit in your sacred space or your cushion or where you go. And start small. Start small and with a small amount of time. Maybe you only have 20 minutes, so start for 20
1: minutes. Yeah, that's a good point. How how much time do you spend with your morning routine? I've gotten it down to about forty five minutes, and I know that might seem like a lot
2: to people, but it it truly is important to me. Now, I'm just like everybody else. So this morning, there are times you're transitioning, and you're I was moving from one home to another. It's you know different vacation periods, so you know it's it's difficult and it was short, but. You do the best you can, just like Reiki, just for today. Okay. Move forward, and we make it part of a commitment for
1: ourselves. And I like what you said about starting small. Um, I do a daily practice. I spend about a half an hour. But honestly, when I started, it was probably five minutes. And I think, like you said, as we do this, we feel better, and we want to do it. We want to do it more. It it begets more. So. Um, journaling, Reiki, oracle cards. How do you use your oracle cards in your daily practice?
2: I love using oracle cards. This is another exciting topic for me. So people have heard, they get a little... People say, well, what's oracle cards and what's tarot cards? And there's angel cards. So the difference between tarot and oracle is that tarot has a very specific system. It has, as we most people know it, the major and minor arcana, and they're very specific to how to read them. The oracle is a little bit more of a smorgasbord, and many different authors have made oracle cards. Um, some of my favorite authors are Colette Barron-Reed and, and many other authors. And angel cards fall into this category as well. What I like about oracle cards, and just a quick story of it, is that there was truly an oracle in Greek mythology, mm-hmm. and many, 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 many years ago, People would fast and do many things and go to the Oracle and ask their question. And now we have cards. We even have apps. But I love the cards. I love touching the cards. So every single morning, and I do this every morning, I will open up my cards and I'll fan them out and I have a certain way I do and I say a small prayer. And then I'll just ask Spirit, what does Spirit want me to know today? There might be little deeper questions, such as, What would Spirit like me to know about this particular relationship or this meeting with work or so forth? And always open ended questions. And then I kind of fan my hands and I pull a certain way. I, you know, I fan it, I pull it out and to the right. So that's my way. So you do it the same time every time. And I, and I see the card. And then I will look at the card and intuitively, Notice what it means to me now. Sometimes right away it's a complete connection, and uh, I just get it. Other times I'm not so sure, and I just allow it to kind of be part of my my process, and I leave it on my altar for the entire day. So the next morning when I go back, that card is there, and I have to say it's the way it is. I'll say, "Uh huh." There you go. That's why I got that card. So there's always that reflection of I believe when we work with the Oracle, it's reflecting back our energy. This is why I like it with Reiki. It's not about a prediction. It's more about a prescription, right? Oh, I like that. Yes. And a guide. It's not so much about... It's like going to a street and there's a yellow blinking light and you don't get scared by a yellow blinking light. You say, oh, I'm going to slow down. It's very similar to that to me. It's a it's a, a sign and guidance, and it's not so much about predicting the future. And that's how I do that. Even when I work with clients and I do readings, I'm allowing them to get the guidance. I'm getting guidance from my guides and sharing it. But it's how do they interpret it, and it's right. the energy
1: we reflect. Right. Absolutely. I love this. I've never used oracle cards in my practice. I might be inspired to, <laughs> to do this. So I like how you have a lot of different ways of doing it, but it, it feels like it comes to wholeness. You know, it, it um, reaches all the different areas of our lives. I really like this, the Reiki, the journaling, the oracle cards. It pulls it all together. What a great way to start your day. Um, Tell me just a little bit about yourself, your mission and your passion. Oh, thanks. So, my mission and
2: my passion is that I work mostly with women. So, not that men are excluded, but that's that tends to be my work. And my mission and my passion is that all women will connect to a deeper part of themselves. Whatever they want to call that, they may call that spirit, they may call that deeper self, inner self. I find the women that I work with are probably between the ages of, say, 30 onward. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, majority of what I see is there's a passion to feel connected, but they don't know how. Mm -hmm. And so my mission is to connect them to that place. And I call it source, energy, love, spirit intuition. And when they can connect to that, life can feel clearer, there's more clarity, there's more peacefulness, decisions are easier to be made. That doesn't mean that life is perfect and everything goes well. But my mission is to connect them to that place and then allow them to really live a, a, that beautiful centered life to their you know, healing. Awesome,
1: thank you. Um, before we wrap up, is there anything else that you would like to say? Do you have any final words? I think what I'd like to say about the daily
2: spiritual practice again is I'm going to go back to start small. Mm-hmm. And everybody has, most people have smartphones at this point, put a timer on. Mm, good. not do it all at one time, but just do a couple minutes and see how it feels. Give yourself a little challenge. I love little challenges. I'm going to commit to this for four days or three days or five days. Pick something and really commit to that for yourself. We honor everybody else and we wouldn't break a promise for anybody else, but we usually break a promise for ourselves. So do three days. Anybody can do three days. That's
1: true. See how you feel after three days. Thank you. That's really good advice. Um, Tina has a couple of offers for our Summit listeners, uh, starting with a 20% discount on her Intuitive Woman Coaching Program. This is available anywhere in the world, um, and it's valued at $497. She's also offering a free resource. It's a PDF, which will be on her website, and it's a quick guide for designing a sacred space for your daily spiritual practice. And I'm sure you will all be inspired to create a daily spiritual practice after listening to this interview. You can reach Tina on her website at tinaconroy.com, T-I-N-A-C-O-N-R-O-Y.com. Thank you, Tina. It was a pleasure talking to you.
2: Oh, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure as well.
1: Thank you. Reiki blessings.